Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. How was your weekend? It was full of Saturday and Sunday. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, it's just, it was, a, it was a good weekend. Good weekend? Just I a normal so. kind of weekend? Yeah, family, good. life, church, good stuff, okay. I think. Shopping. Good. Voting. On the weekend? Have you voted yet? No. Oh, I did. not. Did you vote already? Mail-in. Mail-in vote? I'm an in-person voter. Oh, nice. I've never done that. Seriously. Never. In all your days, you've never voted never in voted person. Never voted in person. Always mail-in. Seriously. Yeah. We really are different. <laughs> I have never voted in by mail. Really? Before. Never. I like the booth. I like oh. the whole... The smell of an election. <laughs> I like the feel of an election. Do you I was hear a, like wait, people looking at you? I like, was a poll worker. Yeah, that's I what was you a, said. I worked the polls. I did that for a number of years and really liked it. So, yeah, no. I'm a good poll guy. All right. <laughs> so. That's for next time. <laughs> Halloween was this weekend. Oh, Halloween. Did you dress up? I dressed up like my favorite political character. <laughs> you did? I did. Okay. <laughs> What's your best costume as a kid? Let's go. I remember I was a computer back, I was a Commodore 64. Wow, that is lame. Are you keeping up with the Commodore? Because the Commodore is keeping up with you. What are you kidding me? I was a Commodore 64. That was like cutting edge back in the day. Cutting edge. What were you? Halloween hmm. costume. I don't know if I have any good ones. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Um, I'm Kit Kat. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Yes, you know the number one Halloween candy, like the number one selling candy, Skittles. I take really? it or leave it. Really? Do you, are you going? I like the chocolate, chocolate side. Yeah, yes. I, I would prefer the chocolate. Reese's, like yeah. that would be. Some the top of the people list. that are watching this will remember Mary Jane's. Do you remember Mary Jane's? I'm not familiar. Jenny, show them a picture of Mary Jane's. Nobody wants Mary Jane's. Like you just don't want it. But that was what. Oh, it's disgusting. I, I think People it was. Put in your I bag. think the dentist put it in because it's one of those <laughs> like kind of taffy type candies. When you bite into it, it rips your teeth out. Oh, so I'm pretty I sure don't like, it was placed yeah, like there this. by, you know, dentists to try to get drive up more business. <laughs> I don't like this. No, I'll stick with chocolate. So, some people hand out like pencils and stuff. Did anybody hand out masks this year? Masks. I heard, I heard people were sending candy down like PVC pipes. Oh yeah. Someone in my neighborhood, they just put it, they put pieces of candy out on their front walkway. Like kids were just like, what are they, animals? 2020 is it's weird, man. It really, it's impacted even Halloween. Halloween, yeah. But we have, that's all we have to talk about. Yeah. I stepped on a Lego this weekend. Oh. That's awful. Did you? Have you done that? I have. Worse than childbirth. <laughs> what would you I know? don't know, but I'm standing <laughs> on it. I want to hear, I want comments. Worse than childbirth, yes or no, stepping on a Lego. Terrible. Did you curse? No, my kids were there, and but I went down like because someone shot I me. Like to, I, got I thought maybe this off. was confession. I didn't <laughs> no. know this was gonna be confession. You no. had to confess your sins to your priest. No, I was running, chasing my kids, playing, stepped on a Lego. Wow, this is a real talk. It was like sniper rifle took me out. Let's talk about this. <laughs> so it's election week, and here's what's fun: we are actually filming on Monday. Yes. Tomorrow is the election. And Wednesday is when you will see this. And so I think we have to say congratulations to President. We don't know. I do feel prophetic in this moment. Oh, I think good. I'm going to make a prophetic call and say to everyone, is the new president. Nice. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Nope. So let's play it this way. The folks are watching and their candidate lost. 
Now what? Wow, tough question, right? So the person that you really wanted, the person you voted for, lost the election. What do you do now? Man, that's, that's tough. Especially in this yeah. climate where we're hearing, this is the most important election of our time, which every generation says at some point. But we're hearing that, so mm -hmm. the temperature is like being jacked up on this thing. Mm -hmm. So when your candidate loses, then it feels like totally deflating, oh, yeah. right? So what do we do with that? Yeah. And it seems like, again, we're all projecting what we think, but it seems like the country's divided. Like, I'm not sure if it's divided 51, 49, or is it divided 45, 49? I mean, like, but it's just divided. Everything seems, so everybody watching right now, you're probably like half the group is probably disappointed and half the group is probably happy. So I, I automatically, in these kinds of situations, when you're disappointed, I go to Proverbs 13, 12, just kind of a really easy one to remember that when your hope is deferred, it gives you a level of heart sickness. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so I'd imagine on Wednesday, November 4th, there are people feeling heart sickness because they had a hope for a certain candidate and mm -hmm that candidate lost mm -hmm. and that makes them feel a level of sickness. Like yep. you feel uneasy, you feel ill, you feel like throwing up, you feel like- Yeah, what's like gonna happen yeah, now? You don't right? wanna get out of bed. Fear, yeah. yeah. So I would imagine that there's people waking up today thinking, oh my gosh, the worst thing in the world has just happened. Yeah. That's a tough well, feeling. Will we actually know on Wednesday? I hope so. I hope so too. I hope so too. <laughs> Who knows? I hope there's just such a clear <clears throat> I agree. path forward. That's so that we can Yeah, so we can move forward together. as a country. Yeah. Together. That's my hope. I, I I look at a number of Bible verses that sort of give me peace, give me hope in this. I mean, in Daniel, where God says that uh, or where the word says that God places kings, mm -hmm. he deposes kings and lifts others rulers up. It's like God really <laughs> He really still has ultimate authority, and we have to believe that. And if Daniel can write that, who's been enslaved yep. by this horrible, wicked king, I mean, okay, I'll stand on that to the best of my ability at least. I mean, Jesus tells the rulers in John, he says, you have no authority except for what's been given to you. It's like, so God is at work yeah, in all of this? He's not sleeping through all this. No. no, no, it's not like God's candidate wins or loses. Mm -hmm. This doesn't work that way. God puts rulers into place. He puts people in places of authority. And we've heard that throughout election season. I think it's good to caveat that we don't, we don't know the mind of God. So to answer that question, even in Daniel, and go, well, if he puts people in places of authority, if he raises up kings and deposes kings, if he raises up leaders and deposes leaders, we don't know why mm -hmm. it's easy to be like well he did it because it's like yeah. well, we don't know why this candidate won and that candidate didn't we could make a projection we could give an honest thought but we don't know what god is actually doing because in the bible we see examples of him raising up some leaders to do things that you're like why would you raise him up to do that right but it was for God's bigger picture design that he in his providence says, I'm utilizing this leader for this season, for this reason. And there's comfort in knowing God's not asleep at the wheel. Yep. So if your candidate loses, let's assume your candidate loses. Listen to this. Romans 13 says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities 
For there's no authority except that which God has established. The authorities exist, or that exist, have been established by God. So your candidate loses. Is that still true? I mean, that's is where, do you believe and trust God mm -hmm. and not what you see or feel? Again, the reality of we don't know why mm -hmm. he raises up and deposes in these situations, but I know I can trust him. So, yeah, my, I woke up. November 4th or November 5th or whatever day we know. And I can trust you, God, with whatever. I can trust you. You're trustworthy. Yeah. It's comforting, really helpful. So practical. Is there, we've been in this election season and we've been oh. saying here on Real Talk, like we're ready to be done <laughs> yeah. with it, right? Is there a chance to get back or to get forward? Let's not even say back. Let's say to move forward towards civility of any sort. I mean, because let's be honest, like, what we're watching, okay, let's just call it what it is. There's two 80-year-old dudes acting like children in a lot of ways, okay? Like, sorry, but, I mean, there's, it's awful. They're throwing, there's so much mud, just negative. Name-calling name calling. In, in both directions. Like, again, it, it's not about whose fault this is or whose side does it worse or whatever. In both directions. Yep. And the under-tickets, not even just... At the presidential right, level, right. we're seeing that play out at the Senate and Congress and local levels. It's so just trickle name, all the way just, down. Is there a path forward where we could just go, we don't need to do this to each other anymore? I mean, I think it. I think we need to find that path. But don't you think everyone says they want to find that path? And yet I don't feel like we're any closer to it. Does anyone say, you know what I really want is less civility? Like, I really want to mix it up even more than we already are. Let's do some, I love let's, the mudslinging. Let's, have, let's, throw, let's throw people under the bus a little bit more. Right. No, nobody's saying that. But what's it going to take? I don't know. Because it doesn't seem like anyone's willing to give. It doesn't seem like anyone's willing to be humble and, and give a little bit. So do you think there's going to be some sore losers and some sore winners? Well, I mean, that's the other side of this, right? So flip it around. Your candidate won. What do you do? I mean, I hate cocky winners in any sport. Like, if right. you're good, right. my sons are athletes. If you're good at sports, you don't need to be cocky about it because everybody know you won. Right. Like, you got the ability. You're So, like, I don't like, just as much as I don't like a sore loser, I don't like a cocky winner. Right. And so, yeah, if your guy won, are you just, like, going into the office and beating people up? And Because half the office agrees with you and half the office disagrees with you right and so it's like man and might I, be scared and, and might nervous. be really concerned about what's going to happen yep so how do you be some, sensitive to yeah. that i think there's some people that are rightfully scared on both sides if the other guy wins they're scared yeah if their guy wins they're happy but right. yeah you're going to be a part of causing more division because you're a cocky winner or right. because you're a sore loser so <clears throat> just try this on see what you think about this my thought is in a lot of ways, if we want to move forward, it comes down to some individual level of responsibility. Mm -hmm. That the best thing we can do, us, all of you, the best thing we can do is really personal. And it's actually about our personal accountability. And, and my thought is this, if we would all lower the temperature in our own lives around this topic. So maybe you're amped up for the election right now and like you're super excited and you're all about your guy, but come Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, could you lower the temperature in your own life? If everyone did that collectively, communally, it might actually like 
cool down a little. Try, just, what do you think? Try that out. I, I feel like you're exactly right. And if the church of Jesus Christ, everyone who's watching this, if you're a son or daughter of the king, if we're not lowering our temperature and trusting in the king of kings, then well, what can we expect from everybody else? I mean, right. shouldn't we be leading the way? Right. Shouldn't the fruit of the spirit of love and joy and peace oh, and patience and right. kindness and gentleness and self-control, shouldn't that be on our forefront of what we are and how we live regardless of who wins? Right. I think the fruit of the spirit isn't conditional on mm. my candidate winning yeah. or my candidate losing. Yeah. Like, no, I think that fruit is supposed to be evident in my life regardless of what's going on politically in our country. Yeah. Seems like, right? Yeah, it's good. I keep thinking about just that verse. So much as it is possible, live at peace with all men. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't mean that this is going to be easy. Right. Doesn't there's real reasons why we disagree on political things. There's yeah. real passion that we have, but there's a way to harness it that's full of grace and filled with the Holy Spirit. So let's be that kind of group of individuals and the Church of Jesus Christ. Let's lead the way towards peace, not more mud throwing. You know what I was thinking? I'm going to try this week to throw as much uh, negative comments at you as possible. Thank could you. you could, Thank you. Could you. Do you think you could reciprocate? Sure, sure. Let's do a negative ad campaign, <laughs> Joe and Brad. Okay, I like it. That'd be fun. Oh, man. <laughs> so I don't know what day it is that you're watching this, but I can't wait to hear your comments. Yeah. They're going to be good. And God is still an authority. Yep. Right? We can trust him. Good. We can trust him. See you next time on Real Talk. Real Talk.